You're listening to The Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Let's get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Junior Hereford Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'm excited to have a couple of special ladies on the line with me today that are going to teach you some about Junior Nationals. So, Amy, if you want to go ahead and introduce you guys. All right. Thanks, Noah. Well, it is good to be part of The Junior Hereford show here this week, and we just thought we would take a, another twist on getting everybody up to speed on all things related to the Junior National Hereford Expo. Everybody's, you know, July 1st is right around the corner, and with that, I think it was 17 days today that we are away from all being together in Louisville for Banners in the Bluegrass. So we thought we would take some time here on the podcast to talk about um details, arrival, stalling, all that good stuff, and hopefully answer some questions. So this is replacing the State Advisor webinar we've had the past um, few years, and we hope that this will um, not only help the State Advisors, but will help the individual exhibitors and their families as they get ready to load the trailers and make the trip to Louisville here in a couple weeks. So with that, I'm glad to have Bailey Clayton. She's on um, with me today, and we've got a Great team assembled to help us pull off all things unrelated to Junior Nationals. Chloe Fowler has been um, busy with all of the contests, scholarship interviews. If any of you have competed in the online contest, you've probably been in contact with Chloe. And also our intern for the summer, Hannah Hawksworth. She um, joins us. She's originally from California and um, getting her master's at Oklahoma State. So. We've got a great team, and I can tell you that we're all excited to um, be in Louisville and um, looking forward to seeing you all in person, and we're going to have a banner event there in the Bluegrass State. As always, um, you know, email us, um, give us a call. We're happy to answer any questions, reach out to us on social media, and just really stay, stay engaged to all of our social media platforms. Our resources page on herford.org has a lot of good information, um, this podcast, and we're really, really trying to do our best to communicate well with everybody and get everybody um, well-informed and up to speed, like I said, as we all get ready to be in mobile. Well, Junior Herford Show listeners, uh, you may remember Amy was actually my first guest when we started the podcast back in the day. And and so she's an old pro, but I don't think Bailey Clanton wants to be outdone. And, um, you know, Amy talked about the team there there at the start, and uh, we do really have an all-star team um, helping our junior board put on this, this junior national event. So, um, Bailey, do you want to go ahead and talk about some numbers for those listeners out there that may not have seen them on Facebook earlier this week? Absolutely. Well, hello, and I'm super glad to be a part of the Junior Hereford Show today. And one thing everybody probably knows about Amy and I is Amy is definitely more of a wordsmith than I am, but we are excited to be here. Um, so yeah, we've got good numbers as we head back to Kentucky. You know, it's it's been a roller coaster trying to get back there. We were supposed to go back in 2020, and then, you know, with the things of COVID and different different stuff, we weren't able to go. And so we're finally able to head back there with 775 kids from 39 states. Uh, they entered over 1,700 head, and with the double entries of the bread known and owned, that puts us at 2,020 entries. So we're super excited to be back in the Bluegrass State with, with great numbers and a great set of kids. I think sometimes we take that number for granted on just how many kids and, and how many families we're touching there. So it's really cool to, really cool to hear, hear those high numbers, and uh, hopefully everybody shows up. I think they will. 
Absolutely. I mean, you think about it and there's, you know, 775 kids entered and then you put on mom and dad and brother and sister and, you know, grandma always tags along or grandpa, aunt and uncle. So we're, uh, we're excited to see everybody there. And, um, you know, with those numbers, one thing I did want to say is that uh, state advisors will definitely see, they'll already see those state exhibitor lists and the cattle info sheets that are already posted to the resources page. Um, that's a great place to get all the information and those lists are available to them um, there. I think you make a good point. Uh, you know, the, the there will be uh, several families in attendance with one or two cows with, with nine or 10 people of the same last name there. So it, it, it truly is a family event. But um, in all seriousness, as we go throughout this podcast, I think you guys are going to hear the resources page term a lot. If you guys go to herford.org um, and go to youth and click on JNHE um, under the drop down tab there, you're going to find all a lot of this information, at least um, in, in that section. So if you ever can't remember what we talked about today, that's a pretty good start. Um, but hey, we're going to jump in here and, uh, you know, we're going to start with everyone's first day of the favorite week of the year, right? Uh, the day we arrive. And uh, I think Amy's going to kick us off and talk about that first day. Sure. And I definitely want to reiterate, Noah, what you said, not taking um, 2,000 entries for granted. You know, when you look at the, the price tag on a tank of fuel and um, the cost in the entries and the cost for the hotel rooms throughout the week, we definitely do not do not take any of the entry numbers for granted and appreciate everybody. I know it's it's not easy. Sometimes I wonder how um, how everybody do, does what they do to um, to make this happen because you know prices of things just on the rise. It's just it's it's not it's not easy. And we are we are um, very fortunate to have um, an awesome group of exhibitors and family that that look forward to this event and and go to a lot of extra efforts to make it happen for their families. So, so with that, let's just start. Um, let's move fast forward to Saturday, July 16th, and that's the arrival day there in Louisville. And, um, you know, we survived um, two arrivals into Kansas City the last couple of years, and, you know, that worked well. But what, what we're fortunate to have in Louisville is a lot of extra space on that ground, so we can really streamline it, and it should... Um, should go very smoothly. We have um, adjusted the times a little bit, so we want everybody to pay close attention to that 2 p.m. Um, time slot there on Saturday. That's when the gates will open for for TAC, and at that time, 2 p.m. Saturday afternoon, you will be able to get into tieouts and into the barn with TAC. And we do stress for this this process to work and this plan to to work like we intend it to. That is only for TAC. So plan accordingly, you know, it's probably going to be a hot day. It's the middle of July, so it's going to be hot there. There's not a lot of shade, so you just can't have the animals coming until 6 p.m. So tack it to, and then that will get us a head start with all those tack trailers and unloading into the barn so it's seamless once we start allowing cattle to come in at, at 6 p.m. So Please help us spread that word. That's that's pretty important to getting the week off to a good start. We will bring everyone through um, gate one, which is the main gate there that for those of you going familiar with the North American, that's the main gate there right by the Crown Plaza. And that should um, funnel everybody through there and then around the grounds and then into the K lot is where you will have your health papers checked and then you'll come into tie out. 
Amy, I've got one thing I want to reiterate there and, and one thing I want to add. Uh, you know, you said uh, you fit, you said fast forward at the beginning of, of your spiel there. And uh, it's really not that fast forward. Like this is right around the corner. It's a, it's crazy talking. I remember talking about this last July, right after the last junior nationals. And it, it's crazy how close it is now. We're only a couple of weeks away. But um, with that, too, um, you know, people planning and planning accordingly. Um, we've got a heck of a setup crew that's going to be there that day, getting you in and out of the barn um, as as quick as we can there on setup. Uh, JW has done a lot of work. Um, and, and you guys too on, on finding a good groups of kids to help you unload your unload your stuff. So that shouldn't be an issue if you guys are worried about it. Yes. Yeah, so you will get into the stalling here a little bit later, but there are going to be volunteers at each of those doors helping expedite that process. And you know, hats off to the Kentucky crew. Um, you know, JW Cox who's on our board and the Matheny family, they have really really worked hard and got some organizations to step up and help us. And that, that is really going to get things off to a good start there on Saturday. Awesome. Well, I think, uh, you know, just, just looking at the schedule there, we're, we've got some of the basics covered for Saturday. And um, if you guys are, are to look at that schedule on, on the JNHE resources tab, uh, we're going to start Sunday off with the candidate breakfast. And I, I think I was told that I needed to introduce, introduce the candidates on here, guys. So if you guys have not heard, we've got Logan McPatridge from Indiana, um, Isaac Rohde from Missouri, Kaylee McInvale from Texas, and Haley Mosier from Minnesota, um, all running for the board this year. And we've had a meeting with them already. And um, I think it's a really good group of four kids that are, that are going to be running for the board this summer. But um, that's my two cents. Uh, Bailey, you're the star of the show now. Take it away. Oh, boy. So yeah, you know, after a big day on Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday and long hours on the road, we're going to be excited to have everybody getting in the barns on Sunday morning with cattle and kids. And we, you know, we'll start with some contests and then, you know, big project being cattle check-in. And then, um, you know, one thing that we do really, really want to emphasize on Sunday is the DNA collection station that's sponsored by Neogen. You know, they, they became a partner with the AHA and the NJHA as our genetic improvement partners a couple of years ago. And last year we started the DNA collection station. And, you know, the great thing about this and our partnership is Neogen is allowing kids to bring their cattle to the chutes and take a TSU sample right there in Louisville. And, you know, they'll take care of it from there and it's free. And so it's a way to not only promote um, our partnership with, uh, with Neogen, but help help those families get those samples taken and um, really start that process off right. And then, you know, we, we go into a big afternoon and that evening we bring back the opening ceremonies. Um, you know, we're filling the ring full of all of our kiddos from 39 states and then, um, you know, parade and pictures and fun music. And then um, we're gonna end the night with our state food and fun night which in the past has been our state tailgate, but we wanted to take a different spin on it this year and add another concept. And so some of these states, they've already submitted their forms and there's some fun, fun activities that are gonna be there. And I, I think Illinois might have something up their sleeve, Noah. I, I, could, end up, that one. I, I could end up soaking wet that night <laughs> and say that. Yeah, and then, you know, one thing that's really cool about our state food and fun night this year is that Lauren Gates, our national Hereford queen, is hosting cornhole for a cause and so we're taking signups right now and we're going to have us a cornhole tournament and it's it's going to go to a good cause and you know that's also we're going to have music and just a fun time for everybody to get together and 
kick that week off right. I've uh, I've been working Amy over on an oldies board member team for Cornhole for the Cause. So we're how's gonna... that working out for you? I, I haven't gotten very far yet, but uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the wheels are turning. That's uh, Sunday. Sunday's going to be a fun day, and it's going to be it's going to be a really good day for Team NJHA. Um, so you know, obviously after su- Sunday comes Monday, and uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Okay, Noah. Well, Monday is um, Vitafirm uh, T-shirt day, so everybody will show. Um, our support of our title sponsor, Vitafirm. So that's um, that's a big um, part of Monday. And we kick off the day with the um, Haifa 5K race around the grounds. That's gonna um, kick off in Broadbent Arena at seven in the morning. So we're excited about that. We've got close to a hundred runners signed up and um, sure do appreciate Grand Meadow Farms for bringing that 5K race to us this year and for the past, past couple of years. Um, Big contest day on Monday, a lot of fun activities. The National Hereford Women have their new Catch a Vibe event that they're excited about. We've got close to 200 um, people registered for that. And I think that's gonna be a lot of, a lot of fun. So um, if you haven't signed up for that, that is still, that registration is still open through the 1st of July. So that will be a fun-filled afternoon. Our second pen to pen session, um, Libby Rushton and the and the um, NJHA board have been working hard on their plans for pen to pen, which um, groups up the younger exhibitors um, with an older exhibitor and just kind of helps get a good start at the junior nationals and kind of won the ropes. So Hereford Bowl buzz around, that's going to be, um, that's always a big, big competition. And that's going to happen in Newmarket Hall, which is the sale pavilion there at the North American. And then we've got our Sullivan Supply and Stock Show University um, workshop. Um, I hear there's going to be a showmanship showdown at Stock Show You. I'm not for sure who the showdown. I, I don't know. You might um, stay tuned to hear who's going to be in the showmanship showdown. And I don't know if there's going to be any buckets of water or not. But hey, you guys, uh, Amy doesn't slip up a whole lot. So uh, you, you really need to pay attention here, listeners. <laughs> so anyway, Monday is shaping up to be a very fun day. We are Looking forward to our Bridging the Gap College and Career Fair that evening. We've got a lot of um, companies and industry partners, universities that are going to be on hand. And we've got a two-hour time slot there on the evening schedule. And it's going to be a great opportunity for some of our older members to connect one-on-one with some of these companies who are looking for internships and and um, possibly even careers. So, and if you're still making the decision on which college you're headed to. There'll be a lot of universities and colleges represented as well. So at the same time, we've got our future professional um, interviews happening. We had um, over 36 entries for that future professionals contest this year. So those um, have all been judged. For those of you who who entered those contests, those that'll be coming in your email and that'll also be on the resources page as well. So. I think that's the highlights for Monday. Bailey, why don't you take us into Tuesday? Yeah, so Tuesday, first show day, which is always exciting. And, you know, we we changed it up a little bit this year, and we're finally able to bring back our state group of three and state group of five contests. So with that, we're actually going to start Tuesday off with the state group classes at 8 a.m., and then we're going to funnel into the Sullivan Supply National Showmanship Contest. Um, If you haven't already, those showmanship breaks have been posted 
on the website. And so ring one is going to be our seniors and intermediates and ring two is going to be our littles with our junior and peewee division. And we're looking forward to a great day. I think we've got over 700 kids showing in that. And so it's going to be a big day, but we're ready to paint broadbent with our show shirts and our Hereford cattle. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Showmanship is probably one of my favorite events. It's, it's definitely a highlight of my week. There's not much that's, that's better than watching the best <laughs> of the best compete out there. You're exactly right. Oh man. And I tell you what, I'd put money on our, on some of our younger kids, our peewees and juniors, they're intense. Like they they'll do. get some of those older kids a run for their money. And then, uh, you know, one thing to wrap up that day after a great day is we're actually going to, we're working with um, the facility there in the CVB and we're going to host a Taste of Kentucky food truck night. So be uh, be on the lookout for some highlights of the food trucks that we're going to have there. I think we're going to park them right outside of the show ring. So that way, if the senior finals is still going on, we're able to step outside, get a good bite to eat and come back in and watch some intense showmanship happen. I won't name names, but I think some of the field, other field staff members were really excited about those food trucks. So I think so. Not going to name names, but uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. That's going to be, you know, showmanship day is always iconic. It's, it's a great day for, again, Team Hereford, Team NJHA. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, the conclusion of that night, you know, we keep going right through the week to Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I think it really is a testament to our kids. Like I said at the beginning, 775 kids entered. And there's over 700 of them that are entered in the showmanship contest. I mean, they they take it pretty seriously, and it's going to be a big day. Good day, but big day. Well, thank you, Bailey. And that's going to take us to Amy for uh, for the next day of the week. Yeah, so Wednesday is our big Bread and Own show day. And we've done something a little different with the award ceremonies this year. So um, Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to take a break um, right around the noon hour to um, – recognize some of our contest award winners just to kind of streamline Thursday night's um, award ceremonies. So we will following um, following ring two and the um, bread known bulls, we will um, stop the action in the bread known pepper show and um, recognize some award winners. Um, we will do the um, PHB cooking challenge awards as well as photography contest, the poster contest, and that's also the ceremony where we're going to um, honor our outstanding state members. That's that's new this year. Also, the Foundation Club will open. Um, it'll actually open on Tuesday um, when showmanship starts. The Foundation Club will open, and that's also going to be in the New Market um, Hall, which is right adjacent to the pavilion. And we will also have some VIP seating around the show ring there in Broadbent for your club members. So we're getting ready to send out a mailing to all of our Foundation Club members with their um, parking passes and their credentials to um, to get in the club. So we do appreciate everybody's support of that and look forward to seeing all of our club members um, in a couple weeks. Awesome. Well, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to seeing everyone in a couple of weeks. It, like I keep jumping back to how excited I am to see everybody here. But, uh, you know, going to keep moving right through the week and uh, let's move to that day where that's going to be my last official day as a, a junior member. So let's uh, let's talk about the 21st. Yeah, how about it? Can you believe it? Three years wow. already like flown by. Wild. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I can remember when you and the other three oldies were elected. And I mean, it's this is nuts. So it's been a fun run. And yeah, we're going to kick off the own show on Thursday, July 21st. And those show days, the two own show days will start at 730 that morning. 
uh, there in Broadbent. So after check-in on Sunday, we will then decide when we're going to break for Thursday and Friday, where we will break in that own show um, for the end of that day and moving on to Friday. And then to close out Thursday, we're going to have our HIFA Scholarship Awards and Maroon Jacket Ceremony. And that's where Noah will retire along with Wyatt and Bailey and Luke and pass on their maroon jackets to the next set of Hereford kids that are going to represent the association for the next three years. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Thursday is going to be a bittersweet day for the four of us, but, um, you know, it, it's been a good run and, and seeing some top-notch quality cattle that day will make it a little little easier. So, guys, you, you, you kind of took us through the show here. Um, you know, what did I miss? What do you guys want to talk about still? What, uh, I know we probably need to talk about some stalling and tie outs, um, at some point that, that, that might be important, Bailey. Yes. You know, if you'd see my desk the last couple of days, even the last week and a half, it's maps on maps on lots of maps. So we, um, you know, I'm happy to say that we've officially got the, the two barns laid out. And one thing that's neat this year is we're able to stall the majority of the cattle in the West Wing, which would be the big barn. And so that barn will be completely full of Herefords. And then we did end up having to utilize one section of the pavilion. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into the specifics of describing the, the panels and the bedding and different things like that, but we uh, we will include all of the the specifics in an email to the advisors uh, that's going to go out later this week, and then also we will publish the pictures and the maps as well on the JNHE resources page for everybody to see so that they are prepared. You know, some of those panels in the barns, um, depending on where your state is stalled, you might have to pack a an extra piece of plywood for the front of your stalls or pack it, an extra panel to tie high to. Um, it just kind of depends, but we'll have all of that marked for everybody on some info sheets and, and some graphics coming out to you guys later this week and in the coming weeks as well. Uh, the one thing that we are asking the advisors, you know, we started this a couple of years ago, but we would like to have the state stalling uh, sent back to us by July 11th um, so that we can make sure that the facility staff is well equipped for a big week as well as feeder supply who will be there on site all week. Um, that's just a huge help to, to those folks there and also to us, you know, we like to know where everybody's gonna be stalled so we can come by and say hi. And, um, you know, one of the things with the tie outs that's different from sometimes if you've attended the North American there in the fall is we actually set up tie outs just like we did in 2017 when we were there. And so everybody will uh, stall two panels in tie outs. And with that, um, those are pre-assigned by the states. And so um, we'll get that map out to the advisors soon as well. But the biggest thing, you know, is we ask that no pins or tents are in tie outs and then no porticles in the barn or the tie outs as well. Um, and we do allow uh, for folks, we know it gets hot, especially in the middle of July and need some air movement. So we do, you know, we do allow for folks to bring fans and have generators out in tie outs. Um, we just ask that folks really try to utilize those uh, fan bars that get those fans up high and help get some air movement in there. And, um, you know, just be smart with your cords and your generators. You know, we don't need loose wires and cords in puddles and things like that. So we'll, uh, we'll have those maps out to everybody shortly. And, 
it's been, it was quite the puzzle. Amy and I finalized that this morning and, you know, there's, we talk about the numbers, but when you look at it on a map, there's, there's a lot going on in those two barns. And then one thing that's really neat about the pavilion and the way that we're stalling this year is we're able to move our trade show over to the other half of the pavilion. So um, it's going to be right there front and center as well. So we really encourage everybody to visit our trade show vendors throughout the week. You know, whether you need supplies from Sullivan Supply or you need to go look at buying a shoot from our friends at Prefer. We've got boutiques and Biozyme and, you know, lots, lots of friends that are and familiar faces that are going to be joining us that week. So make sure you stop by and say hi to them. Well, awesome. The, uh, yeah, the, the setup this year is one I'm excited for. Uh, I think it, I think it's going to work, work really, really slick. Yeah, it's definitely a different approach than what we did in the past, and I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to go. Amy, what what else do we need to talk about here? You know, um, as I said earlier, the old pro. What 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 words of what other words of wisdom do you have for us? Well, I think you know Bailey is the master of the maps, and you're going to start seeing a lot of maps starting to hit the resources page, and a lot of maps, a lot of schedules. We do have some you know, RSVP deadlines coming up July 1st, which is Friday. That's a big, that's a big day. I mean, that's when your delegates are due. So state voting delegates, those are due July 1st. We would like to have everyone RSVP for the membership meeting on Wednesday night. So we get um, a good accurate count for the meal for that meeting. Um, bridging the gap, we'd also like to have an accurate account for that, um, Cornhole for a Cause, we asked all those teams to be signed up by July 1st. So July 1st, definitely a big deadline day. And then you'll start seeing, we've got um, newsletter going out to exhibitors and the advisors, that's gonna go out and that'll have a link to all these maps and lists we're talking about. So just the big thing is right now, as we're leading up to the big event, just, uh, just stay engaged, you know, whether that's on social media or just keep keep that um, resource page bookmarked on your phone so you can be looking at that and be um, in the know to any updates and, and happenings that way. So I think um, that's really with the maps. I, I said earlier, the contest um, finalists will be um, posted on the resources page. Congratulations to all of those um, participants. I know um, it's been a busy month of June with all the online um, preliminary rounds and things like that. But I think it's allowed us to um, give those kids another opportunity to give their speeches and presentations. It's just another, another opportunity to compete. And then the finalists um, get to do it live in person in Louisville. So Bailey, you wanna talk about the feed room and the animal health regulations quick? Absolutely. So Rick and his crew there at Feeder Supply is joining us again um, this year. And, you know, we, are going to be sending out a list of what products they're going to have available. And so they will have a table set up uh, over by the show office and um, you'll be able to order some additional feed products or supplements. I mean, whatever you may need um, from them. And then they will be open all week and we will have those hours published to all the exhibitors and available to you guys all week. And then uh, moving into the health regulations, you know, the biggest thing this year is you got to have a valid uh, certificate of health, and that needs to be within 30, 30 days of the show. Um, those health regulations in detail are posted on the website, so be sure to check those out and uh, 
cattle and health papers will be checked upon your arrival. Uh, when you make it through the welcome gate, the vet check's gonna be right there as well. And it, uh, you know, I actually got to go to the Maine and Key Junior Nationals and be a part of that process and make sure that it was gonna work for us. And it, uh, the Kentucky Department of Animal Health has been great to work with so far. And they're looking forward to seeing everybody here in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Well, guys, I feel like we're, we're winding down here. Uh, you know, you could, you could spend two weeks talking about junior nationals and all that it entails, but uh, I think we've given our advisors some, some good stuff. And just, just one fun question here at the end, what are you guys most looking forward to? I tell you what, I think one thing that I'm excited about, you know, Amy mentioned, I handle all the stalling and the cattle and different things. And I do, I work through uh, every single entry that comes across the system. I print out and it comes across my desk and it uh, it's been really cool to see all the kids' names come across and we've got a bunch of new kids, but what's really neat is we're going to see some kids that, you know, we got to watch their very, I, I, excuse me, I got to watch them walk in the ring the very first time. And this year they're going to be walking out as a retiring NJHA member. And it's a little bittersweet, but it's super excited just to see what our program does for them and the opportunities that the Junior National Hereford Expo gives them. And, you know, it, it brings some special people into our lives. And I, I really appreciate that about, about the event. Well, Amy, that's, that's going to be tough to top. <laughs> Sorry, a little sentimental. here. <laughs> that's going to be tough to top, but I'm, I'm sure you've got something good to look forward to. So let's hear it. I think I'm just the most excited to, to be there and get it, get it kicked off. You know, we haven't been um, this late in July for a few years. So I feel like it's allowed us to really get organized. I know everybody likes it when I say let's get organized, but it has given us a couple more weeks. And I think um, that's that's been good as far as all the different programs and things go. And I'm just excited to be there. You know, Louisville is an awesome facility. It's turnkey. They've got a great staff and it really, really does work work well. You know, it was fun to watch that main Key International there a couple weeks ago and see how, how well it does really work for what we're we're trying to accomplish. So there's nothing like um, nothing like the green chips in Louisville and just to see those kids walk into that show ring and walk onto those green chips and, and make memories that will that will last a lifetime. I think that's what I'm I'm looking forward to the most. She might have beat me. She brought up the green chips. <laughs> well I, I think you both answered the question very well and it, it's it's um, impressive to hear what you guys do on a daily basis for this show and what you look forward to. I I, I you know you don't have to tell me that the, the NJHA is in good hands, so to say. But uh, Junior Hereford Show listeners, thank you um, for listening. Amy and Bailey, thank you guys for being on today. Um, I think I was kind of told that you guys were coming on today, but, you know, that's how this works. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for being on today. Absolutely. It's been a blast. Thanks for having us, Noah, and we can't wait to see everybody. Good info. As Amy said earlier, feel free to reach out to either of them, Chloe, myself, anyone on Team NJHA. If you have questions, take a look at that resources page and we will look forward to being back here with you uh, next time on the Junior Herbert Show and seeing you in Louisville. You've been listening to the Junior Herford Show with Noah Benedict. Make sure to come back next time to learn, lead, and achieve.